What's up, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in the interwebs? Welcome back to the DJ Life Podcast. If you're listening, you should be on YouTube. But what's up, everyone that's live? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm I'm, I'm missing my co-host, Eric. He's currently in Rome somewhere. Um, what what do you say, Britney Spears is? Well, Britney Spears' cousin. You're Britney Spears' cousin. Yeah, that's what he called me. Oh. Yeah. What the hell kind of a reference is that? Because my last name is Spears. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric's in Rome on his honeymoon having a wonderful time. Um, he messaged me something about Rome is fucking wild. There's these billion-dollar damn churches with gold everywhere and shit. And yeah, but anyways, my replace or Eric's replacement for the night could be permanent. Up to, up to deciding on the chat, but... Uh, <laughs> My homie DJ Marcellus Doe. What up, Doe? Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. We're uh, we're just gonna talk. Um, really, just talk shit tonight, honestly. Yeah. Um, for you guys that don't know Marcellus, uh, Mar- Marcellus, tell tell them a little about you. You work for me, but you've been literally with me forever, yeah. practically at this point. Me and Rick go way back, uh, all the way back to college. Uh, he definitely seen some of my worst moments in my life. Um, <laughs> but worst DJing or life moments <laughs> or both. both. <laughs> so uh, we go back to college. Became real good homies. I actually wasn't even at the school that he was attending at the time. I was at a community college that was just close by. Uh, but, I mean, we both seen the potential in each other. We was both kind of on the same wavelengths with everything. And, uh, you know, build up from there. And now we're here today. I think the funniest part about, like, the the first party we did together, um, I can't remember what the – in college, uh, I don't even know if these exist anymore, but, like, back in college we had, like – party organizations like these people that like ran orgs to run college parties and bullshit i ran one um (laughs) yeah well you we we took over one that was legit yeah the ones at the time that were part of those parties were far from being legit they were just some homies that were just like hey let's throw a party (laughs) hey but they turned out good though they did turn out good but the party we did was with um uh i was with bryce at animal cage i was brand new to him like (laughs) I hit him up like because I knew he was doing all the college parties. I was like, "Yo, like, I got equipment and shit." And I, he's like, "What do you got?" And I like listed off like all the equipment. He's like, "Bro, when can you be a part of parties?" Like, <laughs> I I didn't know at the time. I was I mean I was just a sophomore that like no one had gear, and I was yeah. a wedding DJ, so I had gear. Yeah. But this first party, who was the org you were with? It was like, or it was like the the people that hired you or whatnot. Dude, it was honestly just me and my boy Josh. Anyways. <laughs> the the org had you hyped up so much <laughs> that like I literally went into it like who's this clown that thinks he's like hot shit or something like that because like and we had Chaz coming from our group or yeah. whatnot at the time and <laughs> I was just like who's this like dude that they're hyping up like crazy and then like you were starting to use like Chad's board or whatnot yeah and I was like this dude don't even know how to DJ <laughs> <laughs> But then he was like, so uh, Marcellus was like super humble, like at the time, like he wasn't braggy or anything. I was like, oh, so this dude's not an asshole. No. (laughs) Humbleness is key. And then we both like clicked in terms of like, uh, we were both young DJs. Like, I I mean, I knew like seeing him trying to use it, he didn't really know how to use it. But also I was sitting there like, I don't fucking know how to use it either. (laughs) (laughs) I was on virtual DJ at the time. (laughs) So it was, it was a fun time though. But that's that's how we met up in college long ago, 
And uh, we DJed quite a few fucking college parties in our days. Yeah, um, some great cop. The best one off time, all time. Uh, basement the, party. I was about to say the um, what was the chocolate? Uh, awake chocolate. Oh yeah, it was mm-hmm. the it was the awake chocolate party. That one was, and bro, but no one knew what it was. Mm-mm. That was the kicker. Mm-mm. Like, oh, uh, it was so if you, new. Okay, so for you guys that don't know what awake chocolate is, go to Amazon and just get yourself a fifty pack of them peanut butter chocolate, whatever. It's caffeine chocolate. So each bar of chocolate is 50 milligrams of caffeine. Two of those is equal to one cup of coffee. And they're like little tiny one-inch squares. So we had a rep on campus, and as a rep, they basically get a bunch of chocolate for free to hand out and try and promote it. And they organized a party, but none of us knew what the hell awake chocolate is. We just thought it was chocolate. Yeah. So we're in the, this basement rave. We got a bunch of lights. There's actually, I video, it's on the YouTube. Yeah, it's it? on the YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, go I look go up, back and watch it all the time. Go look up college basement <laughs> rave. But they started passing out all these chocolates. And most college parties end like midnight, one o'clock. But they were just passing out these chocolates like crazy. And like everyone was raging still at three o'clock in the morning, bro. It yeah. was. And it was it was just barely off campus enough and like in the basement enough that like no one the, mm-hmm. the cops didn't get called Perfect or anything. Spot. It was super low key. So was the ceiling. The yeah. ceiling was super low. Bro, we were just <laughs> going back to back to back to back to back and just like the whole night. Yeah. It was it was that was back when you was on virtual DJ and had that. What controller did you have the, back then? The VMS four point one eight uh, American <laughs> DJ. Is it American DJ? I think it was ADJ. American DJ four VMS four point one. And then, yeah. Yeah. And I was using a freaking Akai AOMX mixer with oh, yeah. a SP1, um, the Serato accessory controller. I ain't even having nothing to use turntables or scratch or anything. Dude, it was that, that party was extremely lit, though, in terms of just, it was the perfect, it was perfect temperature out, outside wise. It was True. beautiful out. Um, and we the the caffeine i swear the caffeine's the reason why that party went so late and they had a shitload of alcohol bryce probably would still say that was probably the best party he threw for sure during college it was just uh, the best solid storm. turnout all around like mm-hmm. great audio great crowd a lot of people no fights no shenanigans you know and that's all you can ask for exactly <laughs> exactly um so johnny asked what's the worst dj moment i'm going to let you answer that uh, cuz I honestly don't even know what the worst DJ moment is. I well, I probably can go back to college and talk about the rain one. Oh, I can go back to college and worst DJ moment. I was a MC in Palmer Place. <laughs> oh, he, that that's the that's the worst moment you can come up with. You're well, drunk ass. I mean, I don't, if we want to talk two. about worse. Or, wait, are you going for the two, 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 yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we could we actually we we'll collab both of those because those is in the same day. So worst DJ moment. That's the one uh, I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We set up for this festival, uh, Palmer Place, back in Athens. This one's also on video too, yeah. so it's great. And it's it's a long day for us because we got to be there, set up the equipment, uh, DJ, make sure nobody fucking up shit. Um, can I cuss on here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I open it up by <laughs> saying Erickson fucking on fucking honeymoon or whatever. It did. Uh, so we we DJing, making sure nothing is getting fucked up all day. Uh, obviously, my boy Ricky got, like, the most expensive equipment in the town, so I'm making sure nobody fuck your piss shit. And the night come. It's time to clean up. We cleaning up. I got to use the restroom. It's an apartment complex. No restroom around. I don't remember this. Oh, that's not the story you was talking about? 
I, I thought you. I want to hear the story. I mean, uh, like uh, I was talking about when it was super. I had your gig log camera, and uh, oh, I know about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We we don't need to bring that one to light. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that same day, um, DJing with Ricky, we was doing a countdown for a song, and I started way too early, way too early. Uh, before the drop even started, I was like three, and I realized I started too early, so I counted two. Three times, so I was like, three, two, two, two. Everybody, put your fucking hands up. <laughs> and, and like, just, just, just trailing that. Uh, <laughs> just carrying it out, dog. Drop. <laughs> Finally. Hey, why everybody already got to talk about my laugh, though? <laughs> What's wrong with his laugh? He's got, he's got a natural laugh. I've, I've heard way worse. <laughs> We need to get my we need to get my fiance on the on the thing so you guys can hear her snort and laugh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. If you're listening, but you're probably not. So facts. They definitely downstairs talking shit. Oh, uh, you know they might be watching it. Honestly, <laughs> his girl's downstairs. My girl's downstairs. But the odds of them listening though are pretty slim. They're probably mm-hmm. looking at. I don't even know what the fuck they'd be looking at right now. Yeah. Food. Dresses, wedding stuff, wedding stuff. She's in the wedding parties, <laughs> hey, so you never know. Uh, yeah, worst DJ. Mo- uh, I, I actually, when I was on the Drew Infused podcast, they also asked me like worst DJing experience moments or whatnot like that, and I literally couldn't think of any of them. It's like I've never had like crazy moments that like stuck with me. Yeah. Other than like the only thing I could think of is like when all the you were you part you were part of the. The gig we did at Palmer Place that wasn't Palmer Place Fest, but it was like a random spring yeah, pop yeah, yeah. up and the the thunderstorm out of nowhere. Yeah, that drenched all my gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only one I can think of. It's like literally we're we're DJing and we're looking at the radar and there's like this big ass red cell and we're like, do we cut it? No, we can't cut it. You know, we got DJs that got a DJ and then like we see these big dark clouds rolling over the sky. We're like. Maybe maybe it'll just like miss us because it was like just one pop up and then like all of a sudden it's getting there and then all of a sudden it just like yeah. like it's one of those that just like it goes from nothing to instant downpour and I remember I literally just I just shut the laptop and pulled the the XLRs out of the back and the yeah. RCAs just grabbed my shit and ran back with it and just said fuck the speakers and I think I either yelled at you or someone else and said just like turn the power off cut the power yeah. off everything because that's like the next thing you don't want is just the power running to anything. And then literally we had like four subs literally submerged in like one inch of water. Um, thankfully they survived, didn't they? Yeah, they all survived. We're still yeah. used them to this day. Yeah. The, the two 15 inch subs are still I'm surprised those subs from to this Palmer place or not Palmer place, but uh pig skin are still alive. The VRX subs? Yeah, oh, that's because they're the VRX subs. <laughs> dude, those been through hell and back. They've had some very deep cleans in their lifetime. <laughs> Like, I'm talking, like, I literally had the hose out with these subwoofers, like, scrubbing the outside of them down. But thankfully, if you ever look up the JBL Burek subs, they're touring-grade speakers. And believe it or not, the, the cones are actually IP-rated. Oh. So they're cool. they're designed to take a little water. Nice. But, yeah, no, we were just using them this weekend with uh, Jason Janai. And that sound system was fucking loud. We were pushing, like, 110 dB the whole night. Mm-hmm insane if you ain't loud you ain't proud no literally me and drake me and drake were after that gig we're like 
man, I don't know if I can go back to the Maui 44 G2s anymore. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> just the, the sound pressure level is just way drastically yeah. different. I, I will say, surprisingly, I think the Mauis are actually clearer. I know we're not supposed to talk gear on the show, but that's mostly because Eric doesn't have a fucking clue about DJ gear. <laughs> no, that's like the rule. Is like but we, this is the Fusion show now. So Yeah, this is the Fusion show. We can talk that. One of the PRX was blown at one point. Yeah, so the one, uh, it wasn't blown, or I don't know what it is. The, the, well, you, you're more technical than I am. The cone was, it doesn't move anymore. So the voice coil like yeah, broke or something. It, uh, it it's, just, it's stiff as fuck. Yeah, it like a have, stalemate or something. Yeah, like so that. The, the 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 subwoofer's supposed to move, and now it, just it froze. It literally, I took the speaker out, and it doesn't move. But literally went online, got a a, a new subwoofer, a new fifteen inch, uh, the the woofer part for three hundred bucks. Put it in it, and that bitch works. Was testing it out in the garage the other week, and knocked about three picture frames off the mm-hmm. wall. And, yeah, it's. We it, thought we was having an earthquake in Ricky's house. Yeah, no, just just had the subwoofer <laughs> on. You know, if you've ever just turned subs on by themselves, it's a, uh, it'll it'll shock some people. Yeah, for sure. Um, next question: How did Marcellus learn to scratch? Uh, honestly, I only know like two to three scratch patterns, and what I did was I took those two to three scratch patterns, learned them, took my time, worked slowly with your patterns. Um, to a beat and then I slowly start building up speed uh, and then I start mixing those patterns in different ways uh, I do want to get back into practicing a little bit more I don't practice as much as I would like to especially as much as I used to when I was uh, early on in my DJ career but yeah uh, consistency is key with the scratching is uh, practicing um, especially if you get like one of them small uh, like new mark controllers that you can get your own little vinyl for, uh, that you just whip out wherever you don't have to have it plugged up to a computer or anything. What up? <laughs> I was about to say my boy just left. Oh well, I'm grabbing the I'm grabbing the Instagram live, you know, trying to find an angle here, but. So so you guys are live on, or you guys watch or listening to this after the fact right now, basically. Um, yeah, I just took a little side break off the the side here and pulled up Instagram Live to be able to try and promote the podcast a little bit more, trying to get a little more involved this weekend. Let's talk. Um, I guess let's talk Fusion, actually, a little bit. Um, I, I mean, do, do, do any more background people need to know on you? Um, I mean, I guess we could, since we talk in Fusion, we can just we can jump just... into that. Yeah, I mean, jumping to the growth of Fusion. I mean, when me and you first got yes. started down here. Marcellus is literally the first ever person, like, joining Fusion outside of anybody, literally. So, yeah. and actually, from literally day one of Fusion, uh, a lot of people I've never really talked publicly about. It. I've talked about it on, like, some side episodes before, but we launched Fusion, and I say we because he was involved with the whole entire launch of the initial company from the get-go. But um, I knew I was moving to North Carolina back in college going into the senior year. So that winter coming up to like winter break, excuse me, I actually went in and created like our LLC, created all the back end document. We created the logo, um, actually got a lot of viewers sub- submissions on Instagram as to what the logo would be. Um, and we launched Fusion going into December of 2017. 
And then January of 2018, during winter break, me and Marcellus took a little road trip down to Greensboro, North Carolina for a weekend, and we did a whole wedding show before yeah. even living in the city <laughs> to drum up business. Yeah. And that was the that was the wedding show I actually met Eric at. So we met Eric at that wedding show. He was just launching his company. He was in the second year, going into the second year of running Dow Oaks, and uh, met a lot of connections. One of our closest photographers, Brian Anthony, was at the at wedding show as oh, well. Biggest venue now, Legacy. Legacy Stable was right across from us, which we have a outstanding relationship indirectly. It wasn't even from that. Like later on, we developed that relationship with yeah. Legacy Stables, but. Um, yeah, we went to that company, Ham, and um, pretty much 2018, I started just doing a few events. I don't think I had you down in 2018. No, I but didn't have any in 2018. 20, going into 2019, building that network and that referrals that we were getting from the events I was doing, um, I actually was able to book, I think, like 10 events. Yeah, and I didn't even live down here in 2019. I, bo- I booked Marcellus for 10 events in 2019, and I did probably about 30 in 2019, which I always consider 2019. Actually, I think it was more like 30. Yeah, because we did 40 something event. Yeah. 40 something events in 2019, the first official full calendar year for the company. Um, and Marcellus wasn't living down here the whole entire time. Mm-mm. I was Monday through Thursday working up in Ohio and then Friday through Saturday driving down here for like 10 weeks straight. Yeah, seriously. And then literally even in 2020, this dude, um, of course, COVID played into pushing this back. But 2020 was supposed to be the year that Marcellus moved down to North Carolina because we had him set to do 20 something events um, and all that. And then, of course, we started it, you know, in uh, early March. You know, we had a few weddings, um, had some fun in March and then uh, COVID hit and the whole world shut down. (laughs) And I mean... Push everything back, but we, you know it, it was it hit at a great time for the company because we were in a we were in a expected growth stage. So our our like overhead was very low at the time. Um, I think the the biggest drastic thing is I bought a lot of gear in yeah. March because we were set to do it. Like we didn't have any uplights at the, well, we did. We had those ADJ hex parts that yeah. sucked or the element hexes or whatever. But, but that's when you bought like all the ceremony racks. I bought all the, the both LED lighting Malico's, stuff. The both lighting. Yeah, no, literally yeah. We, we stacked up on gear that year, but mm-hmm. we did have some events later on in the fall and Marcellus drove down every single time. And then it was the, the January of 21 was when you were flying down for all the wedding, the wedding shows. shows. Yeah. Well, it, no, it was actually January of 2020. Oh, was it 2020? Yeah. Oh yeah. We were set. Cause we didn't do them in January of 21. Yeah. They didn't do any wedding shows. Yeah. This dude was literally flying down every other weekend to be part of the company. It was insane. So uh, fast forward to 2022, this dude finally moves down here. 21, in, 21. Was it 21? Yeah. Has it really been two, over a year now? It's, I've been here two years now. Holy It'd fuck. it be two years, March 18th. How long have I been here? <laughs> like five. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Feels like it's been three years here. Oh, my God. Seriously. Wow, that's a flashback. For yeah. Anyways, well. So, twenty one. Oh God, I got my years mixed up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I bought this house. I've been in this house for two years now. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Time, Time flies. Flying. I swear, if ever, if if anyone disagrees, uh, you're an idiot. But twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, all feel like the same year. Yeah. Literally, I don't. I'm I'm hopeful that twenty three will feel like a different year finally. Mm. Um, but <laughs> for sure, hopefully, but. 
Yeah, so when did you move down here officially? In- March 8th. March 19th of 2021. And here's some some crazy shit um, as to how this all worked. Yeah. So February of 21, I closed on this house that we're in right now shooting the podcast in. And I had overlapping rents with my apartment, which if you guys watch the channel, on, I have a lot of content from that apartment. But he moved into my actual apartment, so yeah. I let him move into my apartment to make the the move down here easier. It was like the perfect timing because like was. a job called me up, like, "Yo, uh, we want to offer you a job." I'm like, "Perfect, say less," because Rick needed somebody to take over his rent. So I was like, "Yeah, seriously." Running. So he he took over my rent at the same time I bought this house with with my now fiance, and um, we didn't actually move into this house until May. We were living in her apartment. Because she also had overlapping rents until May. Um, so it was the best of both worlds going on. He was living in my apartment, paying rent for me. Um, I had this house. I was living with my girlfriend. It all That was a hectic fucking time because I'm still full-time. I'm DJ. Him and his girl were both working for TQL at the time. Yeah. You know, That's a, another job to talk about. But uh, and then... 2022 rolls around. We get through all that shit. 2022 rolls around. And uh, the company had some extreme growth. We launched in 2020. Was it 2021 we launched both lighting? Yeah, 2021 we launched the both lighting division. So um, uh, someone or J-Books wanted to know a little bit about the divisions of branches of Fusion Sound Lighting. So honestly, Fusion Sound Lighting should be called Fusion. We should get in a corporation license at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, cause we literally have four fucking businesses running under the same fusion sound lighting brand company right now. Um, do we talk about the new stuff or the old stuff first? Uh, it's just timeline. We're just timeline right now. So, uh, both lighting approached me in early 21. Um, after I bought their lights in 2020 and like made, I didn't, I never made a video on them at the time. And they're like, yo, we get a lot of people seeing the lights because of you. And I was like, that's cool. They're like, we want to offer you commission or you could become a dealer. And I was like, tell me about this dealer option. They're like, you can become the only US-based dealer in America for both lighting and you take care of all the customer support and all that. And because of that, we'll give you a discounted rate and then you can sell the lights at market price to all the customers across America and give them a better option to buy the lights from China but instead, you deal. We deal with all the kind of hectic part of dealing with China. There's a lot of back end that goes with dealing with a Chinese company, from language barriers mm-hmm. to financial to taxes to import duties and all this other bullshit that happens. Um, so I was like, "This sounds like a fun venture." So I said, "Fuck it," and we did it. And 21, and I ran it by myself for the time being, and that company blew up. Yeah overnight it was by far one of the funnest things i've ever been a part of in 21 and um fast forward to 2022 it accelerated ridiculously to the point where middle of 22 i'm i'm i positioned marcellus i'm like yo i need someone to run both lighting usa and um that's when uh marcellus made the leap to go full-time yeah so as of today marcellus runs both lighting usa um, which is a hope you guys are satisfied with my customer service so far. <laughs> you no, know, I'm trying to provide the best. 
Yeah, so <laughs> that is one of the legs of Fusion. So we have the DJ division, of course, that's been growing, and we've added DJs over the years. Um, we now have Ralph, we have Drake, and we have Show Out. As of now, we're up to five full-time DJs. Um, lights should be on my porch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, J-Book. You better at both Lighting USA. So I mentioned we got four divisions. So you got Fusion, you got both Lighting, and then you have the latest one, uh, GHL slash GHS, which is this man had me on some crazy roofs this year, y'all. Dog, bro, this dude called me I'm half way- crying when I was in <laughs> hey. Nashville at the collective. <laughs> I'm way too big to be up on some of these roofs, dog. So it's uh, Greensboro Holiday Lights, um, Greensboro Holiday Lights, and Greensboro uh, uh, Home Services, which is a group we live in Greensboro. So we launched a division of the company. That um, we we actually so Fusion got positioned back in 2022. Was it 2022 or 2021? Would have been December of 21, right? For Kathy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So December, December of 21, 21, we got positioned by a a very large customer of ours to hang Christmas lights at his house, and this dude's got the money for it. <laughs> so um, I said, yes, we'll figure this out. So we stumbled <laughs> across the new business venture. Um, where you hang lights on people's houses for them. It's yeah. something that people don't want to do, and Mm-mm. there's no one in our area really doing it at scale. So, again, we said, fuck it. <laughs> Run it. And uh, went, went into this full blaze of boring, and uh, let's just say it was, um, if you guys were in any of the podcasts around that time frame, you know how hectic that was mm-hmm. for um, everything. We didn't have a podcast for literally like, three months straight and you didn't see a YouTube upload for three months straight because all I was doing was hanging lights on people's houses because I had labor issues. Yeah. It was like eight to 12 hour days, dog. Eight to 12 hour days, literally wake up on the weekdays and then literally that weekend go DJ a wedding. Yeah. So it was, when I say eight hours, that like eight hours is like one house. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe two if you're lucky. I mean, we were, we were figuring it out as we went. Um, and in the middle of November, I went to the collective for a whole entire week and, uh, relinquished all responsibilities to Marcellus. And we had like 20 houses to get lights up on that week. And this dude called me like half crying multiple nights in a row. Like, yo, like I can't, these, these roofs are scary, man. (laughs) Yo, I will say one thing though. I have been conquering my fear of the heights, dog. The heights uh, was scary at first, but as you keep doing it more and more, you're like, oh, this is easy. And then not only that, but Ricky did do all his research to try to find the best equipment to make sure we were as safe as possible and as comfortable as possible. On these the roofs. sad part is like half the gear we bought, though, like we didn't even use. Yeah. I mean, w- once it got to a point, it was just pitch hoppers and uh, boots. <laughs> Well, it's like we, we, we kept adding. So, like, obviously, this is an expensive business to get into because we're buying lights in bulk. Like, uh, uh, Brian's asking about, like, how much is roughly does it cost uh, per customer? So, a house could roughly be about two grand to put lights up on a person's house. But I got to order the lights on the back end in, like, 1,000-foot increments. And an average house is only 100 feet. But you also didn't tell them that we uh, not only hang up the lights, but we store the lights as well. Well, we store them, we hang the lights, we maintenance the lights, all mm-hmm. that. The the part that didn't really occur... So we spent, like, 13 grand in marketing expense to, like, launch this business between websites, T-shirts, banners, uh, social media ads, etc. Like, like, this was, like, a full-on, like, going ham into this venture. 
we there were like no expense was too minimum for this is to go into it just we're trying to honestly we we didn't really care if we made money that year we just wanted to like go full bore into this business venture and um we got fucking um so the average house is like two grand but we dropped like 20 50 20 30 40 grand off the before we even were on a house trying to launch this business and um the the part we tried to like incrementally get ourselves into was uh the buying of the gear to hang the lights so like we initially bought a ladder and then we went and did one house me and marcel went did that house and all we had was a fucking ladder <laughs> oh my god we tried to get up yeah. on that roof and that was like nope so we just like moved the ladder the whole entire like what after we went through the process of learning how to do it like it should have taken us like maybe 45 minutes well I it think took the, us like three hours <laughs> the first week we was coming back after each job like research researching and learning better things <laughs> yeah. and then instantly going and buying these like there's gear that we have that like we have this thing called the goat hook and you can look it up if you want but it hooks across the ridge it's it's literally like a thousand dollars but honestly after doing roofs with the goat hook i would 100 percent spend a thousand dollars tomorrow to buy another one because it's just so beneficial mm-hmm. and then we added the pitch hoppers which yeah. they're actually not even that bad they're like 40 bucks a piece but like you need the goat too yeah and then the pitch hoppers go perfect combo though and then we discovered the shoes the cougar paws which cost like 300 dollars a set per shoe and it just made it even easier yeah. so like the the part we kind of learned is that like in that business model the equipment which Funny enough, you know, being a DJ, all we geek out on is the equipment to do the the jobs with was the one area that we slacked on in launching this business. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we learn we live and we learn and we launched that company and it did a little over a hundred grand last year. And um It was fun. It was it's scary, definitely, but it was fun. It's definitely got the the resources and the logistics to make that literally almost Give it two or three years, it might dwarf uh, fusion as Everything. it is, which would be <laughs> insane. Because like the scalability of it is insane. Um, yeah, and then uh, so what? Those are the three, the three right now, and then the trifecta is uh, the fourth business, which is DJ Rick Web. Um, as in my personality, the sponsorships, which is like very minute in terms of the grand picture of all the three other companies. Um, that we run um but yeah that's a little glimpse into fusion sound and lighting um yeah so everything's growing exponentially we brought on marcellus to run both lighting usa and then um at the end of last year um i actually brought on his girl hannah who's actually downstairs get her to come up here maybe (laughs) nah 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 (laughs) well maybe she can just pop her head in who knows but um, she is actually taking over Fusion Sound and Lighting. So um, you can call her the, the Fusion Sound and Lighting Events CEO, which is uh, Hannah now. And um, pretty much she takes care of everything when it comes to interacting with the clients, uh, managing DJs, managing the equipment, and doing all the consultations. Um, so I'm practically just the DJ in my own company at this point, which is funny. <laughs> Are we thinking about dropping another dj life drop i've talked about this a couple times on the podcast that dj life clothing 
as awesome it is, I mean, we're both repping it right now just by coincidence. That's what we wear every day. Yeah, I was about to say, I pretty much wear it every day. I got like 20 shirts, so they're just always in rotation. <laughs> and maybe it's just the way we ran the company. I mean, didn't promote it right, didn't, I don't even know how we did it wrong or whatever, but um, it never made money. <laughs> and it's a lot of time and effort that goes into that shit mm-hmm. um, just because of how we run it. Uh, we we work directly with the designer to design the clothing. Um, that was actually Hannah's job before she became full-time was she ran Fusion Sound Lighting or DJ Life Clothing and did um, like little tasks for admin stuff on the back end. And um, yeah, so we even the last drop we did, I mean, it's just we don't sell enough yeah. is the problem. Um, we And maybe if we change the drop model to something different, like we it's pre-orders only, then we can make it more profitable. But still... It it really doesn't make much money because we're buying premium quality T-shirts. Yeah, um, I mean, what this is one of the first drop T-shirts, and like literally that that shirt by itself, before you consider labor, is a twenty dollars shirt. Yeah, and then we have we bring the shirts back here, we fold all the shirts, we package all the shirts, we ship all the shirts, um, and. It's 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 incredibly hard to make money with that model that we're doing right now. So I don't know if we'll necessarily ever do another DJ Life drop at this point. Maybe some and both lighting USA shirts. <laughs> that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Is we're throwing around ideas of ways to keep doing it by throwing it into other stuff that we do. Yeah. Whether it's both lighting USA or DJ Rick Webb as a as a personality. Um, like doing a subscription model where you guys can get shirts every single month. But uh, yeah, it's hard to make money right now as it is. Could you bring some of the original DJ life clothing designs back if you want to? <laughs> That's a tough one. I think you should. Mm. It's, it's, it's a hard one for me because I said when I made these clothing drops that it was a limited drop. The, yeah. These designs were never coming back. I never said the wording wouldn't come back. But the designs were never going to come back. I think some of the wording should come back. Like, I think, for instance, this one that I'm wearing right now. Oh. Is that the first arrive last place? It's the eat. eat, sleep, DJ, repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need to do another one of these. I really like this one. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll talk about an OG drop line. Yeah. Um, and they won't, they, they won't be exactly the same because I, I, I will literally stand by that. They can't mm-hmm. be exactly mm-hmm. the same. Um, just because I want, like, so Marcellus has one of the first ever drops right now. I want everyone that has that drop to know that you have one of 20 shirts. So actually, just in general, if you bought from the DJ Life clothing line, if you're listening to, if you bought, uh, it's shopdjlife.com. But if you buy any of the shirts on there, you literally have a one of 20 to 30 design. We've only ever made more. The most I think we've ever made in one t-shirt is 30 t-shirts. And that's all sizes included. Like thirty is the max we've ever made. Um, so that's that. That'd be crazy. Because of what you were just saying. Oh, so he's trying to Johnny's trying to test me on that one. <laughs> nah, we we bring back sayings. There's there's some sayings that are overdue, like eat, sleep, DJ, repeat. Yeah. Your girlfriend's favorite DJ, DJ. is one of the ones that people want to come back. Um, do like a Teespring. No, see, we did a Teespring. We did it. We did design by humans, which was actually better than Teespring, um, and the quality of shirt is much lower than what we're delivering. 
And that was like my biggest thing is I want this to be an everyday t-shirt. Yeah. Literally my, my closet is literally 50% DJ life t-shirts. Dude, the (laughs) amount of times I actually wear any of my, like, I would say like nice going out and trying to look good clothes is slim to none. Like I got like a bunch of Nike kicks, all that stuff. Rarely wear a dog. What is your podcast setup talking about gear? <laughs> so we got the roll pop mic here. Um, yeah, so this is a um, th- this is an on stage just uh, arm here. So because um, Eric's not here, we can talk about the podcast back in. So what you're looking at right now, this is actually a collapsible desk. Believe it or not, it looks like a wood grain desk, but this actually just latches together right hey, here in the I middle. I didn't even know that because I yeah. see the little legs over there. I bought it so that way everything. in the future, if we need to move it out real quick, you can just fold it down and move it. Yeah, that's nice. So this is actually a collapsible desk. We could do a, 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 a live show from anywhere practically. Yeah. Um, then we have, of course, we have Rode mics here. These are the Rode pod mics on onstage stands. Uh, we have Elite cables in the building for all of our audio cables. All the audio feeds back into a Zoom H6. Then on the video side, that you're looking at a Canon G7X Mark III with a HDMI out that's being fed into an Elgato HD60S Plus um, video capture card. And then all of that filters into the computer, which is running OBS. Um, and then we're using the audio out of the Zoom 6, the uh, Zoom H6, it comes over here to a headphone splitter so that we can hear ourselves. We can also hear any guests that we have. So if we have any guests on Zoom like we normally do for our podcast, they're actually up on the TV screen, which you guys can't see. We have a 22-inch um, Vizio TV screen here on a stand. That way we can see um, who our Zoom guest is. We can hear them through the audio capture here. And then we have a ring light behind that that's lighting us up at that's about it. We're we're uh, using OBS for the streaming. OBS goes into YouTube, and then you watch on YouTube. And then if you're listening to this, we take the YouTube live stream, we extract the audio, and post that to Anchor, which posts to Spotify and everything else. Nice. And that's a quick rundown of the gear. And if you want to know more gear, um, I've actually made a complete studio tour video on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube, I actually just thought about this. I made a full studio tour video that walks through everything in the studio, including the DJ setup behind us that we've never used on the stream or any stream. Because we should start DJ streaming again. All right, so I need everyone right now, if you're listening, yes. if you're listening after the fact, to DM me on Instagram and tell me if you want us to start doing YouTube live DJing again. We used to do it when we first came down here. This was, was 2020. With, it was 2020. You guys remember the uh, party time? What was it? Party time? What did I call it? I think it was just called party time. It was, it was on part- Fridays. It was party time. We did on Fridays. We were promoting DJ Life clothing. Yeah. We, just having fun. Did you, were, you, were you ever down to see the, the actual setup in the living room? No, I didn't come for that one. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's on YouTube. I documented at least. But. <laughs> Uh yeah, the YouTube the, the the living room setup went hard. <laughs> Dude, the the live streams were fun, dog. Yeah, when we used to we used to have them in the studio that was in the apartment. We did a uh, little live streams and we promoted, we drank, we had fun, we took shots. It was it was a blast. 
Um, we used to do it on Friday nights during like COVID during 2020 because we had nothing better to do. We actually happened to be doing events, but most DJs across America weren't. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. How can we be on the podcast? Well, I would say, honestly, the best way to get on the podcast is to become friends with Eric on Facebook, and he needs to like you, and then he'll put you on the podcast. Because, <laughs> honestly, Eric runs, the, Eric runs the damn uh, guest list at this point. In terms of the guests we have on the podcast, I would say it's probably about 80% Eric finds the guest, 20% I find the guest. Um, yeah, but but Eric's normally the, the voucher for if you will make it on the podcast or not. Mm-hmm. Twitch is not muting you mid mid set. I thought oh, Twitch was against uh, DJs on a uh, live stream. Um, we we don't do Twitch anyways. We, yeah, I mean, like I set up a Twitch and we did like Twitch and YouTube at the same time, but like I got so many people on YouTube that we really just didn't fuck with Twitch. Yeah, in general. Um, even though I know it's fair, I like I I actually like dig the fact that YouTube because when we went live on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It was instantly going to get copyrighted. So, like, if you were there live, you got to experience it. If you yeah. weren't, you never got to see it. Yeah, true. Period. Which is really cool. And there was some uh, pretty fun mashups on there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, the Instagram live over here has been going. Um, hopefully, people realize that we're on YouTube and they've been over there because I never put a comment in there. But if you guys are tuning in from YouTube, appreciate you guys are tuning in from the Instagram Appreciate it. They don't let your videos stay up, but I'll let you play. What? But they let you play live. They don't let your videos stay up, but they let you oh, play so same live. Oh, so same as YouTube. Okay. Cool. I didn't even know that. I thought they were straight like, nope, your shit's out of here, my guy. I'm going to end this. End this over here. And we're definitely not Ricky need that. to uh, catch up, though. I'm on my third one over hey, here. This boy is slow. We don't talk about that. It's because it's, well, normally because Eric does all the talking. I'm doing all the talking tonight. Yeah. It's your podcast, bud. I'm the guest. How you feel? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's a bigger talker than I am. I'm normally there just to add little puns and interjection and keep the conversation moving. Yeah. What y'all, I mean, Eric don't talk about gear, but I could talk about gear. What y'all think of that new Pioneer controller? Um, the hey, Opus 4 or Opus, yeah, I think it's the Opus 4. It's kind of it got a cool design. I haven't watched anything on it other than I saw Nick post a, a thumbnail of it that he made a video on it. So I really don't know nothing about it. Yep. Um, Johnny, we we do have fiber internet here. It's uh, we're running super fast. We're running gig speeds across the board. Want to see some real speed? <laughs> <laughs> we actually just upgraded the studio. I mentioned it in a couple podcasts ago. Um, we had been running, uh, so all the internet comes in downstairs at my house and, uh, the previous owner ran cat five cable everywhere, which because of the distance it downgraded to a hundred megabytes per second up here in the studio, which has been plenty, plenty of speed for what we need. I mean, it, it we, at the apartment, we had a supposedly a hundred gig speeds from spectrum and that shit was bogging. Spectrum is trash. My T-Mobile hotspot internet is better than Spectrum's internet in my apartment. But anyways, I replaced all that <laughs> with Cat 6 cable and now we rocking full-on gig speeds up here in the studio and like we're hardwired in up here, but we don't even need to. We have Amazon Eero Pro 6s everywhere. Like, internet is not even a problem at my house. No. Other than the randomly yesterday on our operations meeting that it was cutting out for some unknown reason, but 
normally I don't even think about internet at my house. Like I, it's never a, a problem, which is awesome. Especially with as many smart home stuff that you got, you would think it would be a lot slower, but nope. Yeah, no, seriously. There's like 120 smart devices in my house. Yeah. Every single light in the house, speakers, you name it, it's all on smart If you guys aren't smart home, smart home is the way to go for sure. I didn't get you hooked on smart home. We got like no, hooked at the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's life-changing, dog. I mean, pretty much everything is smart nowadays. And it's just the little stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like people are like, well, why would I want to... D- dude, <laughs> when people tell me, like, well, why do you need to be able to, like, tell Alexa to turn a light on and off? And it's like, bro, I never have to touch a light switch. Exactly. I never, ever have to touch a light switch in my house. Mm-mm. Not to mention, you set up it to automatically, like, dim the lights throughout yeah. the night. Or in the morning, it turns the lights mm-hmm. on throughout the house. You literally never... If you set it up, it allows you to get in a routine. Like you can have it flash when you got a meeting in ten minutes or whatever. Did you set that up? Yeah, I did. That's interesting. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. It flash all my lights red when I got a minute meeting in ten minutes. Is that is it? If this, then yeah. If this, then that. Where I need to set that up. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Right now, all I got for like light notifications is um, every Tuesday and Thursday, the lights in the den and a couple lights upstairs turn purple to let us know to change to empty the robot vacuum. Mm. And then um, on trash nights, the lights turn green oh. in the house to let us know it's trash night. Okay. So that's 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 our cool little automational tricks we got. One I want to do, because I'm terrible at laundry. I don't know if any of y'all are. Oh, yeah. But I'm terrible at laundry. I want to put a motion sensor, smart motion sensor, or like the like uh, security type sensors you on the work. door. No, listen. So every going. time you open up that door... It sets a timer for an hour and a half, right? And then after an hour and a half, it sets a it sets an alarm for five minutes. Every time after five minutes, if you don't open up that door, another alarm gonna go off until you open up that door and swap your laundry. Okay, that part might work because, yeah. like right now, the my struggle with the laundry is I'll do I'll I'll put the laundry in right set a timer thirty minutes because mm-hmm. it's about how long the load takes, and then like that timer goes off and I just dismiss it and then. Forget about it. Yeah. No, that it won't go off until you open that door back up. Okay, maybe this might work. Yeah. Okay, uh, showing the equipment you used for the internet. Honestly, like, I would love to make videos about, like, the home theater downstairs. I feel like I, I, I'll definitely make a video for YouTube on the home theater because I feel yeah. like that overlaps the DJ. But, like, smart home and, like, uh, internet home stuff. DJ Rickwick tech channel? I mean, I got the Taco Rick <laughs> channel. I don't want to start another channel. I mean, we started... I, I had an... Av- if you guys go look up Avocado House, you'll find my my house channel when we were renovating this house, which was very ambitious of me to start... Uh, my problem is I start too many things. Literally. So, like, the house channel, it's dead. I've already admitted to myself. It's yeah. no, no longer posting. The truck channel... <laughs> Also admitted that once I post this exhaust video, that channel's done. Like, I'm not doing anything more for that channel. I'm just fo- focusing on the DJ channel because that's all I can focus on. Yeah. Understandable. But back on Smart Home, like, I think the... So, like, I had to convince Christine. So, like, my apartment at the time when I met Christine was, like, full-on automated, which 
could be a little intimidating to someone that doesn't have a clue what the hell automating anything is. Yeah, or it smart is home. Hannah. She like freaks out. She don't let. She don't do any of it. It's all me. <laughs> it's like, hey, can you make an automation for this? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, Christine, don't. But like, I'm talking using it. Like yeah, convince, convincing someone that like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think the best one for Christine was when I showed her you can turn on the bedroom fan just by like saying bedroom fan on. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go across because she likes to sleep with the fan on. So like mm-hmm. the fact that the fan just can turn on yeah. and you don't have to get out of bed. I think that's the most, whenever we travel yeah. and we go to hotels, that's the one I always notice is like, when we lay down in bed and the lights are still on, the switches across the room, it's like, oh, I got to get out of bed to fucking turn the yeah. switch off. The one thing that I liked about the Google that I realized that they had is uh, uh, we got one indoor camera and it's in our living room and everybody always get freaked out. Like, why you got an indoor camera? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's where you're always recording and stuff at, this, at all times. But uh, in the Google, you can set it up based off your location. So whenever you're home... It won't turn the camera on. The camera's just completely off. But mm-hmm. whenever you're away, it's always on. So uh, that was just real cool to me. That does that work? Does that work with like two people though? Yeah, it works with both Hannah's and my phone. Because that's what I like when we had um, when I had at the apartment the one Nest camera that was inside the apartment. That's yeah. how I had it set up. Is when I was home, when my phone was home, it turned off. Mm-hmm. And then when I turned on, one thing I did. Um, so our dog loves to go into our bedroom and lay on the bed and we wanted to see what our puppy was doing. So I set up a, a Google camera in there, yeah. but instead I put it on a smart outlet and then I set it up when I say we're leaving and it shuts off all the house lights and everything. It turns on that outlet. Mm. And then when we say we're home, it turns off that outlet. Uh, now I won't lie. There's been a few times that we forget to say that and there's video recordings <laughs> and you know, it's not great, but <laughs> Uh, DJ King's got a good point though. Selling the truck channel—that's exactly what my business coach said to do. Dude, um, I gotta use the restroom. I don't know how that would work though. How bro, that goes, bro? You gotta use the restroom. Yeah, we bro, only I'm, got seven minutes, shh, bro. I'm about to pee myself. Oh my god, bro, Do you guys use Google or Alexa? Okay, he can go to the bathroom. I'll talk about Google and Alexa. Google, Google all day. So, uh, I actually use both. So Marcellus is all Google. This whole house, Google, 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 everything. Um, and I've come to the realization, um, if you guys don't follow Smart Home Solver on um, YouTube, go look him up, Smart Home Solver. That dude's a fucking genius. He's got everything, everything. But he even talks about the same thing, that each one of them does something better. And so for that reason, literally every room in my house has a Google and an Alexa. So that way regardless of which one you want to use, it's in the room. And all the smart home devices are synced to both. Um, and the main reason for that is that each one of them does better things. So like, Google is better at answering questions, 100%. If you want Google to search up something, it'll find something a lot better than an, an Alexa will. Um, but when it comes to like smart home routines, Alexa's pretty much king when it comes to doing automational stuff. Not anymore. This is recent. This is recent. This is, <laughs> Not anymore. This is a this is a new finding. No, I still went on there, dude. They still can't do everything that fucking um, uh, Alexa can. 
there's their sensor integration is not nearly as what good they don't have as many sensors and stuff but from where google was before i would say google has upgraded tremendously um i've one thing about me i'm a brand whore so i like staying with the same brands no matter what it is if it's pc gaming it's all razor if it's uh like chargers and bricks and surge protectors, I like all anchors. You just got to get over that once. <laughs> like once once you just dabble a little bit so, into not being a brand whore, you're like, yeah, life's better when I piece this together with random because shit. Because it's well, it's not as big of a deal with the matter coming out, but before you know everything, <laughs> Marcellus, that was fast. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you got to be quick with it. I mean, the bathroom's literally right outside the door. True. So. But you got to be quick with it, you know. Weddings. I can't trust my assistants That's true. to throw the party on like I do. That's true. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I know for a T that most weddings, I can literally look at how much time's up in the song. If I see two minutes, I'm solid. I can get to the bathroom and back, no problem. For sure. For um, sure. Yeah. This dude's aggressive here. Do you think photo booths are bad because... People do inappropriate things. Yeah, dude. Cause do you do you think photo booths are bad because people do inappropriate things? Bro, let I need you to clarify that question. What is, what does that even mean? That people do inappropriate things. Um, I guess people holding up middle fingers and stuff like that. Why? It's 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 only there for the people that are using it. So yeah, I, mean, I don't say I don't care do what they, I don't, they do. I, yeah, seriously. I mean, we use open air photo booths, so they really can't do anything they want, but. Um, so is it possible to have one light bulb connected to both Google and Alexa? Yes, yes absolutely. You can have both ecosystems. So literally every smart light in my house is connected to both Alexa and Google. So to note, that's one thing that's universal. Regardless of any light smart light bulb brand you use, it'll connect to both. Even oh, but that's when we didn't get to finish talking about was matter. Um, oh, but, you were going to go to matter? Yeah. Oh yeah. my lord. Well, dude. I'm I'm saying now this is, this is way above these people's heads. Like we're deep into this shit we're, now. We're not going to go deep into matter, but the upgrade of matter now, and if you guys don't have a smart home, is why it's a good time to invest in it. Um, is because matter allows for you to use any device through one single app, unlike now where you have to have multiple apps to connect to all your devices. This and is then a you problem. You have right to now. log into that app through like your Google Home app or your Alexa app to then control those devices. Uh, yeah, this this honestly is one of the biggest problems with a smart home is you're gonna have like fucking fifty fucking apps because. Every single smart light you buy, if it's not the same brand, has its own app to download it and connect to it. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has a different app. It's it's insane. Like it, it literally, there's there's an app for damn every fucking light in my house yeah. practically at this point. Uh, but once you get them connected to Alexa and Google, you can practically delete that app at this point because yeah. as lo- once you get them connected through Google and Alexa, that's all you need. Yeah. Actually, one did I tell you about the controlling of uh, Christine's parents' lamp via my Alexa? No. <laughs> oh, dude. So this is this is a gold story. <laughs> this is a gold smart home went wrong story. So uh, I had all those plugs at my house. Yeah. Um, and I I used them for like Christmas trees and stuff at the time during Christmas, and then I didn't have a use for them. And we were trying to get Christine, my fiance's parents, hooked on um, smart home stuff. So we're gonna sh- uh, 
we were going to get them started with some smart outlets because smart plugs or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we gave them two of mine mm-hmm. to use with their lamps, right? Yeah. So I, so I, I, re- they were still in my Alexa app apparently. Oh. But like I, I wasn't using them, so like I gave them to them, and we went through the app and set them up to their Wi-Fi on the app, yeah, specific to the lights, not Alexa, to the specific to the lights, and then we connect them to their Alexa yeah. too. So they were able to say lamp on, lamp off, and it turned the lamp on and off. And um, Christine mentioned to me the one night that she's like, my mom think is like told me that the the lamp is like a ghost lamp; it'll randomly turn on. And it'll randomly turn off on her. Oh my! Right, just freaking out. She she was she was to some degree, right? And um, I put two and two together the one evening, and I was like, cause I think I was setting up another smart outlet or something. Yeah. And I saw that I still had the Christmas tree outlet in my Alexa, <laughs> which is set up on a routine to turn on and off at certain times of the day. And and like when I get home, it's supposed to turn on. And when I get yeah. <laughs> when I leave, it turns off. Right. So we call her up on the phone, and uh, I'm giving the Alexa commands on the back end. I'm like Alexa, Christmas tree on, Christmas tree off. And we're asking her, we're like, did the lamp turn on? Did the lamp turn? On? She's like, what the fuck? Yes, it turned on. Yes, it turned on. And I'm like, oh, so apparently, if you sync a smart outlet to your smart home in Alexa. <laughs> And then you take it to someone else's home and sync it to their Wi-Fi and their smart home. You can still control it through your own Alexa app. <laughs> um, we so you could really fuck with some people Dude, if you wanted to. You could probably get hacked that way, dog. Somebody sells you some third-party stuff. Oh, bro, you probably could. Like you need, some used shit. Oh, oh. PSA. PSA, hey. <laughs> public serving. Don't buy used smart home gear yeah, unless you know who it is. Then they get your IP address and everything once you connect it up. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because then they'd be in on your network. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's. This be is, safe this, out there, y'all. This is why matters coming out. Exactly. For this exact reason. <laughs> exactly. So, Loki, like, I was thinking about it after that. I was like, man, dude, if you really wanted to mess with someone, you know, like, get yourself some smart bulbs and then gift them, like, open them up, sync them to your stit, and then gift, gift them, them gift them to your your parents or whatnot, and then literally you could just start fucking with the lights, like, middle of the night. And just yeah. <laughs> like, dude, straight freaking out. Horror movie. Oh, literally, they'd think it's like, uh, what what's some of those CI, like, robot fucking movies that like the robots attack the humans. I robot <laughs> with Will Smith. <laughs> Bro, imagine if you like I don't even know if you got like a smart speaker or something like that and you could be like terror like just have it start Bro. saying stuff like I am going to attack you and then all of a sudden the lights turn red. Well your lights just turned off. We got a ghost up in here cuz No that's how you know it's ten o'clock. Ah uh, so this joint over. That's how you, uh, we have a cute that way man. We I guess we done y'all <laughs> <laughs> now we actually i actually changed all the routines at one point and it was uh it was turning off like mid podcast at like 9 30 oh damn and i had to i like it like literally went through like six episodes with that literally the last episode i actually made a note to change it and it's the first episode that i've seen the results finally i'm weak the hashling the hashling slash that's who we gonna call (laughs) no it's the hashling slasher come on that's not the hash thing. That's that's the doodle bob. Yeah, doodle bob. Doodle bob. He's the best SpongeBob character ever. 
Man, this dude keeps retracting everything he says. Yeah, what do you want to say, man? Take it, say it with your chest. Who you who you gonna call? I don't know. Ghostbusters, I guess. Ghostbusters. Anyways, um, my boy deleted like fifteen messages. Seriously, and his name's DJ. DJ who? He's just DJ. <laughs> He's just DJ. What up, DJ? <laughs> Derek Jeter. Nah. <laughs> nah. That's a whole nother subject. <laughs> Lost in space. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sorry, man. Yeah, we just want to hear what you got to say, cousin. I mean, you don't have to retract your statements, man. Everyone's fair game to say whatever they want on this podcast. It's all clean. It's all good. Anyways, guys, I, I thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, We literally did just pretty much bullshit yeah, the BS whole entire time. I think we gave some good points. You know, if you didn't know what the back end of Fusion Sound Lighting mm-hmm. soon to be incorporated is, but... Talked a little bit about my background, you know, how we got here. Yeah, fun little background. If you guys, um, this is just for the people listening and everything. If you guys want to buy a bow flighting product, you're never really talking to me. You're talking to Marcellus. Yeah. Or you're talking to a robot because we automate everything like crazy. Because, you know, we got the boy uh, Eric schooling us on automational stuff and everything. Um, but I will say a lot of the emails is mainly me. Yeah. Um, I will tell you guys though, next podcast, you guys need to jump in and ask Eric about how chat GPT integration is working with, um, DJ event planner. Cause that man be integrating DJ or uh, chat GPT to answer any single question that happens. So it'd be interesting. Anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in live, listening to the podcast, all the above Marcellus. If they want to find you anywhere on the interwebs, where can they find you at? DJ Marcellus Doe. That's M A R C E L L U S D O E. All right. A lot of people don't know how to spell it, so don't mess it up. Just think of Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction. All right. DJ Marcellus Doe. Would you be mad if I've never watched Pulp Fiction? I never watched Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody right. just say it like like Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction. I'm like, yeah. That's like when people tell me hey, they find out I'm a Weber, and they're like, oh, I'm R- Richard Weber, and like, oh, Richard Weber, Grace Anatomy, and I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> After like two or three girls told me that, I was like, I just use that with every girl I talk to. I'm like, yeah, like Richard Weber off Grace Anatomy, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you like that show? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, on that note, um, thanks for watching. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button so we can get to a thousand subscribers. So that way we can make we can make a whopping twenty to thirty bucks a month on this YouTube channel, which will hopefully pay for the alcohol consumption that we pay that we do on this channel. Um, But anyways, yeah, if you're listening on any other source, go to YouTube. You can watch the video portion of this on YouTube. You can also tune in live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have guests every single week. We announce them throughout the week as to who they're going to be. Awesome, good times, great knowledge uh, on most of the podcasts, minus this one probably. (laughs) Um, Um, but yeah, Eric will be back next week. We'll be doing another podcast. I can't remember who the guest is, but we're going to have a guest on. Um, oh, it's, um, Brian with a simple DJ. So they're a CRM platform, a new one coming up. So Brian's going to talk a little bit about simple DJ on that one. So yeah, anyways, subscribe on YouTube. If you're fault, if you're listening to this on any other source, make sure you're following us. 
And uh, we'll see you guys next week with another awesome podcast. Peace. Peace Appreciate out. Appreciate y'all having me.